0: Welcome to you Lost Me at Namaste, where we discuss all things wellness, well-being, and spirituality at the real world 101 level. I'm your host and well-being alchemist, Michelle Schoenfeld, and I am thrilled that you are joining me this week. (laughs) So for those of you who've listened, you know that I am recording live from Bodrum, Turkey, which is a beautiful little peninsula sitting out into the Aegean Sea, just north of the Mediterranean. Really spectacular paradise, I have to say. And I've been filming a travel show while I'm here. So I can't wait to share more of those details with all of you guys later. But since I will be returning to the United States later this week and will be in air, actually, as my episode should be airing, I thought that I would give you guys all a little taste of an interview that I did. Actually, I had the pleasure of being interviewed by Oya Bain for her TV show called Tea Time. So I hope you enjoy it. It's coming up next, and it's all about my time here in Bodrum, Turkey, and what it was like to navigate the pandemic while I was here. And I just thought you guys might enjoy it. So take a listen. I hope you do (laughs) know that I have some really fantastic guests coming up once I'm back in the U.S. We're going to do some channeling. We're going to do some shadow work. And of course, always some wellness and pop culture goodness. So sit back and listen. I really hope you enjoy it. And until next time, I hope you have a great, great rest of your week. And namaste. Now it's
1: time for you to talk and tell us from the beginning how was your trip. So how did uh, how did boardroom look after the pandemic? Tell us all about uh, your uh, boardroom uh, days.
0: Well, first of all, thank you so much, Oya, for having me on the show. I'm very excited to be back with your audience, <laughs> and I have a little distraction here as well. This oh, adorable little kid okay. is like he's trying to like steal the show. I think. <laughs> um so yes it was a really wonderful trip i came in march as you know and within um first of all let me just say i am recording obviously in bodrum outside so the noises that your audiences will hear are the actual sounds of bodrum so you're going to hear probably some scooters maybe some chickens maybe some kitty cats (laughs) so i apologize if it's distracting Um, So I came yes in March and it was great. I love spring in Bodrum off season is just beautiful. And the wildflowers were just starting to bloom beautiful yellow flowers all the fruit trees were in bloom it was wonderful. And then within just a couple of weeks, it went back into a lockdown situation, which I'm sure, you know, many of your viewers are aware of. And it, um, it was a challenge for sure. It was a challenge you know, everything I was planning on doing kind of got put on hold. And, you know, it wasn't, they did such a great job of um, handling the first round of the pandemic, I feel like. And then everybody came to Bodrum, everybody came to Turkey because they felt like it was so safe, which it was. And then unfortunately there was a second round of the pandemic here. So um, it was different, it was quiet, but I really enjoyed it because the sea is the sea, you know, it's so beautiful here that there are definitely worse places to be um, on, you know stuck.
1: <laughs> anyway, are you working with the same company that uh, you did before doing wellness programs for uh, audiences?
0: I actually am not this time, because the UK um, still is, you know, there's some travel restrictions between a lot of the European countries and Turkey that the clients I deal with are English-speaking. So unfortunately, I have not been working there. Um, and then I had this really wonderful travel show project. So I you know, told them I'd be busy with that for a while. But again, because of the lockdown, everything's kind of been delayed a little bit.
1: Yeah, so. well, how is the uh, situation? It's easing up a little bit. So what do you see uh, in the future?
0: It's I'm great, it you. is, uh, book your ticket. <laughs> It's great. So the president just announced last night, um, very grateful, Erdogan, um, that uh, President Erdogan, that um, as of July 1st, there will be no more weekend curfews. And, yep, s- excuse the big truck. Currently, we have uh, nine o'clock, the restaurants have to stop serving Monday through Saturday, and they extended it till midnight. So, now we will be able to be out and have dinner and be out a little bit later. The shops will be able to stay open until midnight. You can swim and there's no more weekend curfew. So very excited for July 1st, which is right around the corner.
1: Yes. Well, yeah. but what about the weekdays? So the weekdays, the curfew is still on or is it just the weekend? weekends that are?
0: Late? No, it's, well, it's midnight. So the curfew is oh, gonna be midnight.
1: weekdays, it's midnight. I, I mean, every, every day. Okay, great, great, great. Well, Turks, of course, just started at midnight, you know.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's true. It is true that, it, you know, unfortunately, no live music. Basically, what they said was no music. Yeah, but and you so- know,
1: I was looking at the uh, comments that people were very, very upset, no music after midnight. Try to play music after midnight in the US. You, you get a warning from your neighbor, second warning, and the police is at your door i have we had parties the turks we have parties and we go crazy and the neighbor comes please please and nobody listens and the next thing is the police says please be yes, quiet sir. so music after 12 is uh, is not that common here and i guess we need to get used to that in turkey too a little bit uh it's, not, uh it's not the end of the world, but uh, I guess uh, habits are hard to change.
0: So uh, Hopefully it will change quickly though, because I really do feel like things are opening up more and more. And they've done such a good job now of taking precautions that I really do think it's gonna get better and they're gonna release the restrictions even more within the coming weeks, I'm sure of it. Yeah, um, yeah. But what, what's nice about the midnight, you're right, for Turks, you know, we're eating dinner at midnight for sure a lot of times and then going shopping, right? The dress yeah. stores yeah. and the beach towns yeah. stay open until one in the morning as well. But at least the restaurants now are getting two or three seatings where they really haven't been able to do that all spring and summer. It's been one seating and that's it because if you close yeah. at nine, it's difficult. So yeah. everybody here is really excited for things to open till midnight. It's all about perspective, I guess.
1: Yes, it is. It is. Yes. So I'm, I'm sure. Uh, uh, it's going to work out. So how does, uh, how is the mood of the people? Uh, that uh, How do they come out of the pandemic? How are they coming out? Is it, uh, your, your services are most needed now probably because probably yeah. people are depressed and a lot of, you know, unemployment and such.
0: You know, that's a difficult question to answer. It's, um, I can't give a broad answer for that because it really varies. It really does. Like there's obviously a lot of people who have not been working uh, and that's frustrating. There's people, especially in the older population who have not been able to travel because there were restrictions on 65 and over for a long time. A lot of people who have not been able to see their loved ones. There's a lot of, you know, Turkish people here with family in the United States or the UK or people from the United States or UK who live here, who can't travel, Australia. um, I really was surprised. I didn't realize how many people in Turkey, Turks, have family abroad. And not being able to travel and see them has definitely been a challenge. So I will say that um, I feel like the older generation, it was definitely a lot more difficult. It definitely took its toll because the curfew restrictions were so much more severe for them. Yeah. And also just the limitation on travel was hard. But I think, you know, longer days, sunnier days. Um, People are starting to be in a much better mood, much better mood. Um, I feel like it's a lot better now. You know, I was here the last, the first round when yes. we were in, that, you yes. know, four to five month complete lockdown where you could not travel between provinces, you couldn't go for a walk, all the airports were closed. I was here for that. So, relatively speaking, this feels like freedom, of course. And Bodrum, as you know, is kind of paradise. Like it really is a paradise. Uh, I've said before, I feel like this area of the world, this area of Turkey has the potential to be the new well-being Mecca of the world. There's just something about the water here, the air quality is better, the people are relaxed. I've tried to explain to my friends at home what tea time is, very fitting for your show, where people just sit and relax and actually have tea with each other no matter if you're in a bank, if you're in a store, if you're in a little local market, it doesn't matter how high end the business is or how local, people still take time for tea. And it's wonderful. You know, it's a really nice culture in this area in particular. I feel like the Mediterranean and Aegean is uh, the people are just have a much better um, kind of balance of life, I would say, because they are out in nature more. We're under the blue sky more. There's more greenery. I think it's very challenging for people, of course, in like Istanbul or Ankara, it's a very different story. Yes. Um, yes. In fact, the news here, the last few months has been 500,000 people came to Bodrum during this, mm-hmm. 500,000. And the number of cars and the traffic is really out of control. So, you know, it it's hard to answer that question when you ask like, what's the mindset? I feel like the mindset is very optimistic and excited but yes, people are very fatigued as well, coming off such a long pandemic.
1: Yes, especially businesses that are the restaurants, the shops, which are really heart of the uh, yes. of Bodrum. Well, you know, uh, Bodrum is just one of the cities. As you go east, the Mediterranean coast of Turkey is spectacular. As you go towards Antalya. Uh, and fetia and uh, Adana, Mersin to even to uh, Hatay. So do you have any plans to travel or have you traveled uh, other areas in Turkey?
0: Yes. Well, um, so I'm sure you're aware of. I am doing a travel TV show. Very excited about that.
1: Oh, really? Tell us.
0: It'll- I, I can give you more information on the next time. <laughs> okay, okay. But it'll be coming up and it has to do with Turkey and tourism and really showing the beautiful parts of Turkey that a lot of Americans just aren't aware of. So I'm excited about that. And with that in mind, I started doing a little exploring on my own on the times where it wasn't locked down. So I did a couple of weeks ago, go to, Mar- uh, to Marmaris and toured you know, the castle and swam in the sea and met with some people and had the cuisine there. And I went to Dalyan and saw the Lycian tombs, the Tomb of the Kings, right? Which the Lycian people in this area of Turkey date back to 12, the 12th century BC, 12th yeah. century BC. And these tombs were, you know, that Lycian people were there in that Dalyan area uh, near Marmaris until 300 BC, I think. was you know invasion of the persians and alexander the great and a lot in that history so i got to see all that firsthand it was really really it was a bucket list um it was a bucket list trip for me for sure and i went to cleopatra island and saw the ruins there the theater a temple to apollo 2500 years old the beautiful sea um the sea turtles so i have done some traveling not a ton yeah oh the sea turtles were beautiful It was so great i didn't see babies but i saw the big ones I went to Akiyaka uh, and saw some of the artists there and watched the parasailing and uh, windsurfing and um, just really trying to make the most of the time I have here. So yeah, I definitely in the fall, I'm looking forward to doing more, uh, of course like Cappadocia and Bursa and the Black Sea area and definitely Eastern Turkey. I really wanna see Eastern Turkey. Turkey. Yeah.
1: Yeah. East and Southeast Turkey are some open air museums. They're amazing very different than the coastal area. But what is interesting about Turkey is, first of all, there's a huge amount of history plus um, ancient history. And I also, you know, I lived in the island. I love the Greek mythology. Because love everything yeah. a human being can do, the, the good, the evil, the fun, it is in the mythology. I mean, the Greeks were smart they didn't go to an idealized uh, religion at that time they just right. put up there uh, in the mount olympus human beings with bigger bodies and other uh, <laughs> possibilities and they were and i loved it and i read about it and that's why i keep calling you a mediterranean goddess
0: <laughs> i love it thank you well i do feel like i am um a descendant of artemis which is interesting because artemis you know didn't have children <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, but there's
0: something about this area for sure. I think I shared with you last time, the first time I came to Bodrum, Bodrum, I flew in at night. And I didn't know where I was. I knew on a map, of course, but I didn't know the topography. I didn't know the lush greenery, the mountains plunging into the sea, the beautiful blue Aegean. I didn't know anything about that. So I wake up in the morning, and I'm in Gamushluk, which is, you know, another area of Bodrum. Um, just for people who are curious, who don't know. So Bodrum is kind of like a peninsula. It's like a sea kind of, and Bodrum centers at the bottom of it. And all this is the Aegean, of course. Up here you have Turkbeku, Yalikavuk, um, Gamushluk, Turgutreis, going around the peninsula, right? So I wake up like over here in Gamushluk, and I see the most beautiful sunrise, like the sun just coming out of the Aegean. And I was like, wow, this is magic. So, my friends were sleeping. I walked down to town, and there's Mindos, right? The sunken ruins of the city of Mindos, which is thousands of years old. And even, um, I think, maybe about 140 BC, something like that, Cleopatra was there, yeah.
1: Brutus, yeah. right?
0: They're conspiring. Like, the history here is just phenomenal. Never mind that Bodrum has Halicarnassus, right? One of the seven wonders of the world. So, I'm with you. Like, the temple to Apollo, um, just all. I mean, oh, Quebec Le Tepe, Quebec Le Tepe, the oldest ruin I think, in the world. I think it's 12,000 BC or something like that. So yeah, there's yeah. so much history here to uncover and discover and share, and as an American, it is so exciting because we don't have that kind of history in the United States.
1: Oh, you have you know, a new world. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, of course, there's Native American history, which is very important. But we don't have the magnitude, the the size, these kind of artifacts that are just preserved because of the weather here. They're so well preserved. To, like, walk and touch something that's 2,500 years old and still there, no problem.
1: Yes, yes.
0: It's just amazing. Really, really amazing.
1: Did you go to Antalya, you said?
0: I did not go to Antalya. No, I've not been there yet.
1: Antalya has a museum that uh, received awards from Europe of being a very well organized and very rich but if you go to the, their tea room there are little stools marble stools and they were from some old columns from a thousand or 1500 years ago and you sit on them there are so many there's so many of them that I think they can afford to use them as tools. I don't know whether they're still using them. But Antalya is also a very fascinating area. Uh, I mean, every part. The thing is, you when you read the guides, uh, Just dry reading doesn't do justice. No. You have to know the history, which is always quite bloody and uh, passionate. But then you have to read the mythology, which is all the sex and scandal you can get. And it makes it just like, and you say, oh, at this point, you know, Cleopatra did this. And at that point, you know, whoever uh, hero is doing that. So that's what I like. Uh, You know, I love Greece, too. I traveled in Greece. But Greece is more mono. Uh, Civilization—it's the Greek civilization—and yes, there were contacts with the Persians and uh, Hannibal, Carthagians. Well, there was more in Rome, Uh, but it is one kind only, which is also very beautiful. But in 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 Turkey, I always thought the word bridge for Turkey was a cliche. It isn't. It is really now. I'm seeing it is a bridge with all kinds of people, all kinds of uh, um, civilizations, cities. Anyway, I'm very happy that you are doing well. And do you do broadcasts? Do you do programs? Uh, I'm being
0: distracted. I apologize. So (laughs) (laughs) he just just wants to be part of the show. He's crawling all over me, which you can't see under the camera, because he's Uh, feeling like left out. Um, We were talking about the pandemic before, sorry. The the kitties and the dogs, you know, it was hard because there weren't as many people out who normally feed them, right?
1: Uh-huh.
0: So, you know, I did a fundraiser actually in the United States on Facebook, and within a couple of hours, I met my goal, exceeded my goal. Really? People contributed money, we went and bought food in bulk and would go out during the day and put big piles of food for all the street animals. Uh-huh. Um,
1: and you did this in Bodrum.
0: I did this in Bodrum, yeah. Yeah, oh that's wonderful. That's all it, it was wonderful. I was really um, moved by the outpouring of support because I think, and all I asked for was, you know, since you're sitting at home and you can't go out, just contribute what you would spend on one Starbucks coffee. That's it. You know, Great. that's all I asked for. And within two hours, I I asked for five hundred dollars. You know, that was the like fundraiser. Had kind of close to a thousand dollars in just a couple hours, which doesn't sound like a lot, but that's a lot of coffee. And yeah. I think it just made people feel good to do something, but that went so far. That fed the cats for oh, probably about five months. It I took two cats to get fixed, like spayed and neutered. Yes. Um, yeah. I took about five cats to get uh, dewormed and parasites. So the money went a long way to really help the animals here. So I just wanted to give a shout out of thanks to you know the, to people who take mm-hmm. the time to take care of these really precious animals because. They do rely on us more than we think they do, even the street animals. Yeah,
1: Um, there must be shelters in Bodrum. Do they have shelters?
0: They do, they have shelters and the government actually does a really good job. They vaccinate them. There are feeding stations, like no question. It was just, the lockdown was an unusual situation, you know? Yeah. Uh, So as far as (laughs) the podcast, (laughs) I have a podcast. You asked if I record and I do. I have a really great podcast, it's called You Lost Me at Namaste and it's a wellness and and travel podcast and it is in over 80 countries now. I'm very excited about that. And I actually, two weeks ago, I did a show called Discover Turkey Part One, and I talked the details of some of the history, some of the culture, some of the things that I've learned being here that Americans or other people in other countries who haven't been to Turkey might not know. So it was a very basic 101, but I talk about, it. I talk about tea time. <laughs>
1: yeah. I talk
0: about the wonderful bazaars, right? The farmer's markets yeah. just full of all the fresh vegetables and fruits and yeah. the sense of community, people inviting you in for meals and for dinners and the hospitality of this area. So I do have a recording. I do broadcast on You Lost Me at Namaste and that's on Google, Apple, Spotify. Okay. Oh, Heart Radio. You can even ask your Amazon Alexa to say, hey, Alexa, play You Lost Me at Namaste. Oh, really?
1: That's wonderful. Yeah. Well, you have a good subject matter which is, offers a lot of variety and uh, endless uh, uh, history and archaeology and food. So that's really very nice. Just uh, fits your uh, domain. Very nice. It
0: is. It is. Thank you. I, I will tell your your viewers too. If anybody is interested in coming to this area and they haven't traveled to Turkey and or maybe they don't have connections here, it really is so much easier than you would think. I think people who aren't familiar think it's so exotic, which it is, but it's so far away. Well, Turkish Airlines has so many direct flights now right into Istanbul from so many different cities in the United States. Pretty much everybody speaks English, especially yeah, in the season. Yeah. It you know? Of course, the big businesses like the airports and stuff, but even here, the little local hotels, the local restaurants, people speak English. It's easy to get around. Um, It's on Turkish lira. It's not on the euro. You can get it from your bank in the United States. Any bank will order it for you. It's not a problem. Um, And I just think it's really worth it. Like it needs to be on everybody's bucket list because there's just so much history here. And it's really easy to get to now. There's even direct flights normally. From the UK to Bodrum. So you can fly United States to UK to Bodrum even, if, you know, but you, you can't miss Istanbul. I feel like no matter where you're going, whether it's Antalya or it's Bodrum, you have to spend a couple of days in Istanbul.
1: Yeah. But they have, uh, of course, tourism is a big, uh, very important part of Turkish economy. And uh, and it's really, it's really developed the tourism, the facilities, yeah. the ease, and of course the THY. Civil just flew to. On the 19th, she came to Turkey. Did you yes. connect
0: with her? She's with her mom right now in Istanbul.
1: Yes, she I is. did
0: message with her yesterday, and she'll be, I think, going to Fethiye, and then we'll be coming to Bodrum later in, or like earlier in July. So I am seeing her when she comes to Bodrum in July. I'm very excited.
1: Yes, yes she, uh, she, I think uh, Mrs. Um, uh, uh, the I can't remember the name, Lolita uh, yes. Zinke. Yes. Have you met Lolita Zinke?
0: Yes, so I had the pleasure of speaking. I was one of the top speakers at the Turkish Airlines Corporate Club meeting
1: Um. and
0: they were guests of Turkish Airlines. And so we spent the week together actually in Istanbul. Two years ago. Yes, I really enjoy them Yes. and talk about loving Turkey. They definitely love Turkey as well and travel here often. So, and they're from, I believe, um, Montana and California. So.
1: Yeah, she's they live in Santa Barbara but Montana is his his state and he was the secretary of the interior. He uh, was. Yes, yes, he was for, uh during the previous administration and then uh, now he's running again for the house from Montana. So oh, he Okay. He was a congressman before, yeah. he was a House member before he became the secretary, so we are all supporting him. We have a good uh, Turkish political action committees, and uh, I don't think he started the campaign yet. But they're both very, very nice and very uh, lovely people. So Sevil, is, uh, I think she came with uh, Ms. Zinke and I don't know. Uh, when they're coming down to boardroom? When are, when are they coming to the boardroom, you said?
0: They're coming, I believe it's like July um, 6th or 7th, that, okay. that part of July. Yeah, that first week of July, they'll be here.
1: How long are you staying? When would you be coming back?
0: So I am coming back July 12th. I'm oh, sad, geez. I have anxiety already, I know, yes. Um, I'm, I'm seeing my children, seeing my mom. I have not seen her since before the pandemic because we are yeah. waiting for her to get the vaccine yeah. and then I was here. So I will spend about six weeks in the United States seeing my friends and my children, my family, and then I'm coming back in September and I'll be here September through November.
1: Oh, that's the best time. Yeah, very good, I
0: love the fall here.
1: Yes, the heat is up, everything gets very mild and beautiful, the the sea warms up beautifully. It does,
0: it stays warm um, after summer, almost until December, Yes. Coming off summer, it stays warm. Like even now in June, it's a little chilly. It will definitely be warmer in September, October than it is right now. It's beautiful, but it's a little chilly. It takes
1: time to warm up or to cool off. So it, it is really a very good. So when would you do your tour? In the fall, in September? The tour yeah. that you are planning? Yeah, that would be good because the heat, uh, in the, especially in the uh, Mediterranean coast can be quite uh, yes. overwhelming. Anyway,
0: the you know, lockdown situation, you know, so it wasn't really possible.
1: So, yeah, yeah, I would like to come in the fall to visit my family in Antalya. Oh, they I would love to if you there. Yes, they, they, they lived in Istanbul and they had a summer house in Antalya, but since the pandemic, they are living there and they love it. And uh, I wonder if if the crowd istanbul is extremely crowded as you know they say 50 million probably it's close to 20. i wonder if this is going to make a permanent change in the demographics that people will go back to the cities and decide to stay of course if the economic situations are right uh i wish they would bring a change because the cities are really developed in Anatolia now. It wasn't the cities when I left in 1960. They were small and really provincial. But now the cities in all over Anatolia are big, you know, built well, crowded. Economy is booming. So I think it's time. It's like New York and the rest of the country here. Right. Yeah. New York. I will say crowded. that the
0: real estate here is insane um it there's hardly any availability the prices are three three times the price what they were a year yeah. ago like literally three times the price because everybody wants to come here and the schools they're bringing their children so i feel like people are definitely making a permanent move to come here yes you know not that they won't always have their feet in istanbul or in ankara or Izmir. um actually i don't think Izmir has the problem that obviously istanbul had with people wanting to get out because yeah. Izmir is so much closer to the sea of course But I do feel like there's a lot of people I've met here that weathered out the pandemic here that have decided to stay, that have children who have been doing school remotely that now will stay and just work remotely or go back and forth when they need to. Because the quality of life is just is so nice here. And I will also say that when I left. So I was here the first wave. I left last summer as well for a few weeks and it was. It was kind of depressing, right? Because we it couldn't be open. Restaurants went out of business. Hotels went out of business. The tourism, people just couldn't come. They couldn't afford their leases. They couldn't afford their pay. It was tough, right, all around the world. But it this was. area where it's such a short season and heavily reliant on foreign tourists was hit hard and it was sad to see. So I come back now and there's all these new restaurants and new hotels and they're beautiful and they're putting money into them. Like, I've not seen in three or four years. Mm. Like, brand new docks, new furniture, beautiful new restaurants, chef curated menus, craft cocktails. So, it actually, there's a lot of um, excitement and regeneration that's going on here. So, um, I'm very optimistic. I'm very optimistic. And I think the people are too. And, you know, I'm not putting my head in the sand about the economy, of course, it is tough but people are really working hard to make the most of what they can, so.
1: Yeah, I think economy will pick up because Turkey does a lot of uh, um, exporting and uh, and construction business. Turkey is the second in the world, second, uh, at one time it was second after US or China, I can't remember which, and then there is reconstruction needed in Syria and Libya is very encouraging. Turkey had tons of investments in Libya until the war came and uh, Gaddafi was, uh, you know, taken off. Yeah. So uh, I think Turkey, as long as the passions cool off, uh, the war issue is eased up, and yeah. then this uh, the PKK. We have a terror issue in the. Uh, Southeast border, as long as that is resolved, uh, which I think will, which I think will. So uh, I mean, it's time for peace. What else do we want? Uh, you know, enough of war and, and conflict. So it is wonderful. How is yeah. your Turkish?
0: Ah, <laughs> Türkçe öğreniyorum. Teşekkür ederim. <laughs> hergün um, hergün çalışıyorum, but çok zor. Ama çok zor.
1: Zohar. But you're doing yes. well. Remember, Esra so is back coming. Esra is returning back to Turkey. So, oh. we, so I don't know. We'll have to find a new instructor for the Turkish classes at the Turkish house. But uh, I remember you were at her class. Yeah, Turkish is difficult. It's considered the, uh, one of the top difficult uh, languages in the State Department when they teach the diplomats. That's
0: really, it, that makes yeah. me feel better because language is difficult for me. Um, my instructor, it, I have a private instructor now here and she's told me I need to stop saying Turkce chokzor and start saying Turkce Kole
1: <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Just, but, like You is, need to rewire your
0: mind that Turkish yeah. is easy. Um, but it's coming along, you know, okay. I, Oh, I, I, I apologize for being so distracted. I, I have a little squirt bottle just full of water. Don't
1: do that, don't do that.
0: But, well, I do sometimes to teach them not to scratch or not to like bite or, you know. Yeah. Because it doesn't hurt them. It just makes them stop what they're doing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't want him biting on a cord. He could hurt himself. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I am really doing my best to learn Turkish. It's so much fun. I feel like people are very excited when I try. Now that we're heading into the season, though, pretty much everybody speaks English during the season. Yes, yes. So I don't get as much time to to practice it, but I still try, I still try.
1: Yeah, well, in Turkey, in one sentence, you say so much, in one word. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I remember the first time. It's like a sentence. It is. And that is hard to figure out.
0: Anyway, I'm very delighted. So will you be in Washington when you come? Yes, I will be coming back to Washington. Oh, definitely. Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll be in Washington. See. I'll go to Boston to visit my daughter. My son will come visit me. I'll go to Wisconsin to visit my mom. Um, you know, I have a couple different things that I have, obligations I have in that time, but mostly I'll be in Washington, D.C. Yeah,
1: you have the best of both worlds. Uh, thank thank you. you. Yeah, I
0: really am enjoying my time in Turkey. I really, you know, we have a full moon in two days. I can see the moon. Actually, I can see the moon right now. It's getting. Kind of dark here. Let's see what time it is. It's 7:38 p.m. for me right now in Turkey. Yeah. And the moon is out, and it's beautiful. I'm gonna miss it when I come back to DC. But DC is beautiful as well. I love DC.
1: Yes, DC is lovely. I mean, we have
0: life is. A little late for my tea. Look, in honor (laughs) of you, I poured myself a tea.
1: Yes, that fits the chai side very well. (laughs) Yeah. That's very nice. Yeah, that's right. In the evening. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. What If you want to add something more, let let us hear. I know your time is precious.
0: Yes. So I, um, since we're keeping this kind of casual, since I'm outside and the wind's blowing and I have cats crawling on me, I thought maybe <laughs> people might want to see what I'm looking at. So would you like to see what my view is, besides your beautiful face? Yes,
1: yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah.
0: All right, so I'll put it up towards the mirror there a little bit. So you can see that mirror is just showing the reflection. And then I'm hoping my cords are gonna...
1: Oh, what do you have there? Uh, the...
0: So first of all, we know that, you know, the Bogan Villa here in Turkey is amazing. Yes. So beautiful. um, and I And there's, that's the Aegean right
1: there. Yes. And then
0: a little bit further, you probably can't see on the cameras going that direction. I come over to this side here. Are the Greek islands? Um, there's Kos and Leros and really, really beautiful. You see. Limited to my course. So how, how much I can show you, but and I don't know if you can see the moon up there or not, but the moon is right about there. <laughs> anyway, it's really, really beautiful and then the Little village down there, that's Turkbuku. I live in Turkbuku.
1: Uh, the, At
0: night, it just lights up. It's absolutely beautiful.
1: So, it's just those flowers I made. So it is.
0: This guy will not leave me alone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what's, his, what's his name?
0: His name is Jasper, and I have helped foster several uh, kittens over the time that I've been here over the years because sometimes they get lost or the mom leaves them or something. And I said, I'm never naming another one because then they grow up and they go away and I miss them. But I couldn't resist. Jasper, was this little guy was not abandoned. His mom actually is here. She had them on my balcony and she's such a good mom that I let her stay. And now I help, you know, I feed them. I make sure they have water. I got a little flea medication today.
1: (laughs) Oh, good. good. And cats are easy to take care of, especially they can go out to do their thing, rather than, yeah. have a, rather than have an indoor cat all the time. I mean, they are totally independent. Dogs need us. Anyway, yeah. so that's really nice. I'm very happy you are having a wonderful time there. And when you come, which is soon, uh, we'll be in touch. And we'll enjoy the, uh, by the water in uh, Washington, DC. We have some very nice restaurants coming up at the Wharf. You know, the war. Yes,
0: yeah, I would love to. That would be delightful. Yeah, we definitely
1: together. And when is Cyril coming back, I wonder?
0: I is think she- she's coming back um, the beginning of the second week of July. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's in Istanbul, she'll go to Fethiye, um, and then she'll come here to Bodrum and spend, I think, about five days here in Bodrum.
1: Excellent, so. excellent. And
0: come yeah, so we need to go have a proper breakfast. I'll tell you, I don't know if there was a picture that showed or not, but my favorite thing is the Turkish breakfast. I love a good Turkish breakfast.
1: Yes, yes, uh, it is. It is very rich. There was at one time in New York, New York Times had an article on breakfasts of different countries in their magazine, the Sunday paper and their magazine. You know, every country had a nice picture, but we had three pages of pictures. It <laughs> yeah. was so much. There was so much and it was spectacular. It was spectacular. But also it's not the best for your curves either.
0: <laughs> well, you know what's interesting is I'm vegan, right? So I don't have the egg, the cheese, or the meat. And so people are like, well, then what do you eat if you're not eating that? I was like, oh my goodness, there's the simit, there's the amazing jams, the olives,
1: the cucumbers, oh, yeah, the,
0: tomatoes, yeah, yeah. the you know yeah. the roca, there's so much delicious food. Yes, yeah, there, the olives. I just love, there's so many like little choices to pick from.
1: Do you go to the fish restaurant? I'm sure there are all kinds of good fish. Uh, there's
0: in great boat. fish restaurants here, for sure, yeah. They're, they line, like all the little villages, like the sea is lined with the fish restaurants.
1: Yeah. Really,
0: really delicious, um, fresh-caught. You,
1: know. you know, in Turkey, uh, when they see a view, the sea and the little view. They immediately set up a little cafe or a restaurant. Immediately. And when I first came to the US, I was in Saint Louis. The river was gorgeous, Mississippi and Missouri where they have combined there. I said this should be lined with restaurants and cafes. And we they didn't have it. You know, they said it's there, we look at it, we like it, but and of course it's the so interesting but yeah. the is very different there. You know, it can be very hot and humid and yeah. uh, and lovely, but there were other ways of enjoying it. There were other ways. But Turks, immediately, two chairs and a table. That's <laughs> so
0: true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I try to explain to my children as well that um, the, another big difference is because this is the sea, you don't have the mosquitoes the same way you do by a river or a lake. Yes. Because yes. mosquitoes can't. You know they don't grow the the larva doesn't grow in salt water it needs fresh water so it is very different than having the you know
1: yeah you know. and then you always have a breeze and uh, oh, it, breeze. it's a different uh, a different every country has their own nice different ways yeah and thank you so much for doing this especially a little bit last minute uh I assume you're always doing programs, so this is nothing for you. And I'm sorry we stressed you a little bit.
0: Um, oh, no, it's fine. It's just I, I'm, a, I'm a planner, you know, I'm a planner. So, yeah, but it was still it was such a pleasure. It really was a pleasure to be on here again. And I, I guess I should be saying Oyahanam, that's Oyahanam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: you look beautifully tanned. And look at me, I look white. <laughs> and, I,
0: you know the Aegean, the sun. <laughs>
1: yes, it looks very beautiful. The tan is very lovely. Again, thank you, and I'll uh, follow your podcast. And and thanks for putting our previous program on one of your sites, uh, the TV program. That was very nice. Thank you, and I hope this one will get there too.
0: Yeah, That's be my pleasure.
1: And when you come, we'll see you, and uh, we'll eat by the Potomac.
0: Yes. That sounds great. I would absolutely love that. I would
1: love it. Definitely. And thank you again very much.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of You Lost Me at Namaste.